Hello, and welcome to Where Am I To Go podcast. Today, before we start the show, I would like to bring up some business things that have kind of been on my mind so that you can know where to get more Where Am I To Go. First off, I'd like to talk about the Facebook page at Where Am I To Go podcast. It's on Facebook, and we've been posting some wonderful pictures of some of the places that we've been and some of the adventures that we've had. Not everything that we go and do is made into a podcast, and so we take pictures at different places and post those pictures so that you guys can enjoy some of the different places we've been. Also, I really am interested in listener feedback. I have an email address at where am I to go podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is where am I to go podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear some of the listeners' comments and some of their ideas of places that might be interesting to visit and go and do. The podcast you are going to listen to today is at Igor's Auditorium and Monster Museum. But before we hit the actual podcast, there's a few things I need to say about this particular podcast. The podcast was originally recorded in March of 2021. I met up with Matt before he even had his museum opened, and he gave me the time and we toured his museum as it was. I should say that since he did not have it all put together, it was kind of in disarray. He had ideas of what he was doing, and that probably comes through in this podcast. Since that time, Matt has got his museum all put together and his gift shop also. You can find his Facebook page at Igor's Auditorium and Monster Museum, E-Y-E-G-O-R apostrophe S, auditorium and monster museum he has lots of pictures of what he has done with his shop and for me to say that it is amazing is exactly all i can say he has done such a fantastic job from the pictures i've seen and he adds to his museum almost weekly he brings in taxidermy items he brings in old bicycles and puts different uh, characters on them. He's got snacks in there. He's got a, a small soda fountain. He's got jerkies and just all kinds of things with, with interesting names like Bigfoot Snack Stick or Smoked Audeville Yak and Beef Yeti Werewolf Snack Stick. He's got some drinks in there with uh, real interesting names. I, I can't remember what all they are, but it's just Matt is a, a really fun guy, and the things that he's doing with his museum are just absolutely fantastic. So as you listen to this, know that some things may sound a little bit disorganized, but Matt has really got his act together, and this place looks like an absolutely fantastic place to visit. And it was fun when I was there, but I can hardly wait to go back to Cocker City, check out the world's largest ball of twine again, but I definitely want to hit 
Igor's Auditorium and Monster Museum once again. And Matt was just so much fun to be around. The guy has a real good sense of humor, and he's just fun. Uh, He does all kinds of things. He's traveled widely. In fact, one of the things that I thought was really cool about Matt is he had a good job. He had things going for him on the East Coast. He took a trip and found a building in Cocker City and decided just on a whim to buy it and open up this museum. That takes a lot of guts. And I really admire the fact that he could do it. Another little side note here is we did do the podcast in March, as I said. I am just now getting it released. And it is now the first week in August. I go on these trips and I do these interviews at these museums. And I try to release a podcast a week. And so if I get 10 or 12 podcasts while I'm on these trips, we bank them because I don't travel as a full-time hobby. I would like to, but I just haven't got to that place in my life yet. So we bank them, and my editor from Baumgartner Ranch, Steve, he, uh, it's amazing what people will do for family, I guess is all I can say, because he is such a great guy to, to take on this editor job, and it's, it's just one of those things he does. And I think he does a really nice job of it, and I appreciate him so much for making this even possible. If I had to be doing the editing and putting this together, I can tell you the podcast would not happen. But because of the time that we did this to the time of the release is why we are behind, I guess you could say. And now we're getting caught up. And I just want to put a shout out to Steve, a shout out to Matt, a shout out to all of the people that listen and to all of the people that have allowed me to take their time and do these podcasts at their museums and and places of business and things like that. Hope you enjoy this week, and we will catch you later. Have a wonder-filled day. Today we're in Cocker City, Kansas, the home of the world's largest ball of twine, And when I was setting up that podcast, I found out from Steve that Matt and Julie just opened or are in the process of just opening up a monster museum. And we are now here with Matt. We are going to take a look around his museum, see what he's got. And I can tell you it is a collection of the odd stuff. And he also... Uh, informed me as we were coming in that he likes puns. If you get on his uh, <laughs> Facebook page, uh, how do you want people to look at your Facebook page? Uh, Igor's Auditorium and Monster Museum. Okay, at Igor's Auditorium and Monster Museum, you will see some of his puns. Actually, some of them are actually quite good. I've been I've been laughing quite a bit. Uh, at, at Julie's rolling her eyes. Yeah. I guess she's not as into the puns as I'm what he good. is. <laughs> so anyway, we step inside here. Is this going to be your museum? This this yes, section, this, you, this store here. Yeah. Uh, you you bought the old hardware store. Is that correct? Uh, no, this had been a bank. 
Oh, a bank. Uh, so before uh, the last tenant had an, uh, uh, what do you call it, a uh, antique store here. Okay. And so he sold antiques, and then uh, that's actually how I found out about the building. Was I came to town just to see the ball of twine, and uh, whoop, I noticed that the uh, there was a sign in the window where he was selling all of his his uh, stock, and that you know, and the building was for sale. So I contacted him about it. Cool. And it's it's not a real big building here. No. It's it's you've got what. Uh, Oh, 15 by 25. Yeah. But this, the, from what I'm seeing, it's pretty well packed with oddities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been some question whether or not we're going to have space for everything. Uh, I'm kind of wondering about that yeah. right now. Yeah, we have all kinds of fun stuff to see. And as we came in, you had a couple of, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, griffins. Griffins, okay. Griffins by the door. So anybody who likes Harry Potter will get the, the reference that that's the Griffin door. Okay, and then and then we've got a little Sasquatch out front, a uh, little uh, bronze. Uh, it's concrete. Oh, it's a concrete. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but it's yeah, painted yeah. kind of a bronze color. Yeah. yeah Give yeah. me a little bit of slack here, okay. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as we walk in the the door, we we meet. Uh, does your skeleton have a name? Oh, uh, that's Boris. Boris. Yes, yeah. we we yeah. we have a full mounted skeleton. Uh, that's the that this is the teaching skeleton. So this is. Plastic. This is like you would find in your high school classroom. Oh, okay. Now, if you look in the back, that's the okay. skeleton. And he's, oh, wow. Yeah. And that's he's in what looks like a grandfather clock exactly. with, uh, you've got... Uh, steam clock. Steam, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's my monster machine. If you throw the switch on the side, you can put him back to life. Oh, really? And he's standing right next to Frankenstein right. and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, that's just uh, a Sasquatch mask and it's a lot of uh, vintage uh, uh, Oddfellows uh, regalia. Okay. And so they're standing on the side of the... They must have just come out of the monster machine. Yeah, they, uh, they're they just standing there now out of my way as we get things painted and moved around. But yeah. Okay, and then you've got Swamp Man above your door. Uh, Creature from Black Lagoon, yeah. Okay, I'm not yeah. big into monsters. Oh, I am. This so, this yeah. this is bad. I'm I'm yeah. standing here trying to describe right. monsters that I don't even know. I know I've seen them, but right. Okay. So we have some classic Hollywood uh, monsters. I've always been a fan of the the classic uh, Universal monsters: Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Creature from Black Lagoon. So there'll be some of those. There'll be a couple other uh, things that uh, are monster related from movies but then there's some creations of our own some of the stuff in the museum is fake some is real you have to decide what's real and what's fake oh no so so this cross cut of the brain i'm gonna guess that that one is real it's is all real. labeled up yeah that's real and so is the the brain stone there uh those that's real zombie food real okay okay <laughs> Yeah, it's, a yeah, it's even got all the little labels and, and right. what all the parts. I'm going to have to come back and really look at this because that's quite interesting. Yeah. Now, was that out of an adult? Uh, or is, no, it doesn't look like adult. it's... Okay, it doesn't look real yeah. big. Yeah. It, uh, I'd like to think that my brain was bigger than that. <laughs> it's actually only... Uh, I think it's like five or six pounds is what, what the, the normal human brain represents. But those okay. are cross cuts. Uh, from that, I was able to obtain a lot of medical specimens from a medical school, 
uh, that uh, um, these are just kind of the, the old and the broken and the discarded pieces and parts to things, and that's where the, the full skeleton came from. In okay. the beginning of, beginning of COVID, I was given eight boxes of stuff, and through that, I was sitting at home, and I pieced together an entire skeleton. So you built that, you recreated that skeleton. Yeah, I articulated is the, is the real word. Now, now the question is, did, were you given that, or did you dig that up? No, I was given that. <laughs> but as I had a chance, I actually chose different bones for their color. Okay. There's so many different individuals. So that's my real Frankenstein skeleton because he is real and he is Frankenstein together. He's not one individual. Okay. Okay. So, so in fact, if you look at it, half the pelvis is female and half the pel pelvis is male, and you know, it's uh, yeah, it's just a, a conglomeration of different parts, but they're in the correct places, not for the same individual. Cool. Yeah. And uh, my dad had found the old uh, clock in the dump, pulled it out, was going to do something with it, and then was going to throw it away again. So I took it, gutted it, and put him in it. Okay. And built the monster machine. And then built the monster machine on top. Yeah, you've got a couple of the old uh, colored, the green colored glass insulators with copper tubing coming down out right. of, uh, what in the world was that thing on top? Okay, so there's that one, and then there's another one in the vault, which houses my baby alien. Uh, oh, but, uh, did you get then, him from Roswell? Uh, I, I stole him from Area 51. Area 51, yeah, okay. Yeah. But, uh, and then this was actually in between the two pieces. Um, and uh, it was some kind of an old uh, machine that would pump out your antifreeze in your car and replace oh. it with new. I don't know. I found it in uh, an antique store in Virginia uh, for $15, $20, something like that, because it was all rusted out and whatever. So I created a bunch of... It's, it's a pretty neat looking piece. It's, it's what, yeah. probably uh, almost two foot tall with the glass globe, like right. what you'd maybe see in the old uh, gas pumps. Right, right, right. And it's, uh, it's solid glass. Um, it's, yeah, both of them are pretty heavy. and Yeah. Cool. And then he also said when we first came in here that he's really big into butt art. Butt taxidermy. We, we are featuring a whole wall called the rear view, and it's nothing but butt taxidermy. And, and he's got up here rear view written from license plates that he's cut the different pieces out. Right. It says rear view. It's got a mirror on it. And right underneath it, he's got a butt quack. Right. And that's a, that's a duck butt that's a duck mounted yeah, a duck with the two little feet sticking out. Uh, right. And it's on a plaque. Right. The butt yeah, quack. The butt quack. Right. And then you've got a donkey, I'm assuming. No, that's a, that's a buffalo butt. Is it really a buffalo? Yeah, yeah it's a buffalo's uh, rear end. I should, um, I should know those better. Yeah, and this is a, this is a white-tailed deer. White-tailed deer, yes. Yeah, and this is an opossum. Yes. And we have a couple others that are coming that's a, like a squirrel and a bunny. Um, okay. So, yeah. And then uh, we have a form for butt taxidermy that we're going to make into uh, the last uh, person who tried to steal from us, the last shop. Oh! So, you know, I had to kick their butts and put their butt on the wall. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we haven't opened yet and haven't had a shoplifter yet, we're still going to, you know, put that as a joke. But there's a lot of jokes here. You know, if you look behind you over here, there's a an old uh, deer. Right. right. there, deer head. And that's uh, the lucha deer because he's wearing a luchador mask. Okay. Yeah, and he doesn't have any lips because he kept talking back and I had to smack him off. <laughs> <laughs> there, anybody, 
anybody can take down a deer with a gun, but I had to wrestle that guy down with my bare hands. He's actually a pretty nice deer, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so I like to take old taxidermy and give it a little, a little new life, you know. You've got a turkey mounted on the wall with a with a baseball hat. Oh, I mean, a uh, 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 football yeah. Hat, helmet. Yeah, uh, actually, my dad shot that deer when I was in third grade. That's a that's a turkey. Uh, turkey. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that turkey my dad killed when, oh, on Thanksgiving Day when I was in third grade. Okay. Yeah. And and the reason he has a helmet. Because uh, Green Bay's a bunch of turkeys. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, Green Bay is my favorite football team, but I will say that when I was a kid, my mom hated this thing in the house. And she thought his head was so ugly, she kept putting hats on it. And, my dad and then, uh, then I got it, and so uh, of course I've continued the, the tradition. Now you may notice we have a couple pieces of taxidermy that we've changed. Now that we're in Kansas, because we're from Virginia, when we found out we were coming to Kansas, of course we have to do the Wizard of Oz. The most right, right, right. In Kansas, right. So we've taken a raccoon and made her into the Dorothy. Okay. And see, there's a couple of squirrels over here that are now the flying monkeys. Yes, yes. You can't have a monster museum without right. the. I mean, what could be more terrifying than those flying monkeys? Right. And so the turkey on the wall is going to be turned into the Wicked Witch of the West. There's actually a story from, I believe it's Tennessee, where they would say that if you saw a turkey on your barn and you tried to shoot at it and it didn't fly away and you missed it, and you did that three times, then it was a witch. And so this is our, uh, this is our Wicked Witch turkey. So she'll have a witch hat and then we'll paint her head green. Oh, well that'll yeah. be cool. Your mom will probably like that a lot better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the nose fits. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> there's going to be a soda, uh, uh, I guess you guys call it pop out here. But there's going to be a, a drink uh, cooler here, uh, and we're going to build a facade of the house and uh, the Wicked Witch's legs underneath. Good and idea. so then all of those will I be uh, here uh, with that. That'll be our Wizard of Oz section. Cool. Yeah. And then you've got several wood carvings here that yeah. uh, are you've got an alien and Sasquatch. Sasquatch and Frankenstein. Oh, he's, he's not a carving, but yeah, he's, uh, he's pottery. Oh, but okay. These two I got near area. No, I got near Roswell, New Mexico, last summer. Uh, just a little roadside uh, shop. You need to go back and listen to our podcast at the Roswell UFO Museum. Did oh, you yeah. go through that museum when uh, you were there? The museum part was closed because oh. of COVID when I was there. But you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I went to Roswell, uh, and uh, we actually have some. Uh, I say I took it from Area Fifty One, but you know, after the crash in Roswell, they took everything to. Uh, to Area 51. Right. It was removed from New Mexico altogether. And so in here, if you want to walk back here to the what used to be the bank vault. Okay. Um, when my son and I drove through Area 51, we raided it and we stole the oh, baby alien. You did? And he, he was... The stories from, from Roswell only account for two adult aliens that were taken, but the government doesn't want you to know that there was actually a baby that was found in the wreckage. And so this is uh, uh, specimen number three, and we were able to acquire that. And he's in the he's in the container that says plutonium, handled with care. It's got vents. Yeah. Wow, that is just unbelievable the way you got him all lit up. And, and yeah, did you do the autopsy on him? I didn't do an autopsy on him because you know uh, he's been in that containment field since 1947, which happens to be the same year my parents were born. So that's what, 72 years old. And I'm just worried that, you know, being in that environment for that long, 
you know, when I try to cut into him, I'm probably, you know, going to release some kind of gases or some or something yeah. that's going to, you know, hurt me, yeah. you know. I've seen too many horror movies to know how that one's going to go. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. But yeah, you can, uh... Wow. All kinds of... Oh, you've got... Yeah. Different switches on it to make it do different things, and yeah. And again, it's behind a, a solid glass container. Right. Man, that's just unbelievable. Right. And the black light in here makes it look so cool. Yeah, that's neat. Right. He actually reacts to, to black light. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, that's He's cool. Definitely reacting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that unearthly glow to him. <laughs> And then as we come on around the side here, we've got a. Oh, what in the world is that creature? This is a. Uh, uh, this is a groundhog that when I got him. That's like the biggest groundhog I've ever seen. Uh, in the east, they get big like this, and uh, this one was just in an antique store, and I got him because he's balding, uh -huh. and so I felt he needed a little help, and so I uh, I made him a little outfit uh, uh, to uh, pay homage, I guess, to. One of my favorite movies, uh, the uh, Mad Max, the Road Warrior. Right, right, yeah. 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 So there was the, the yeah, the guy yeah. The we just got through watching those. Yeah, All yeah, of yeah. Them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so this is this. Of course, he didn't have the muzzle, but I thought that looked so. You know, so it's just craft foam and glue and fur or uh, feathers. And, and this, this here's good too. Right, this this guy right here. This is Count Cluckula, the world's only vampire chicken. Okay. And so. Um, you know the farmers in this area noticed that their livestock was 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 being killed off, and they would go out and find the bodies the next morning. and And as they would investigate, they noticed that they were drained completely of blood, and they didn't know what was doing it. So one night they staked out um, the area, and they noticed this chicken coming around and uh, and attacking their livestock. And so they followed him back and. As the sun was rising, they followed him back to his lair and uh, drove this stake through his heart. Yeah, yeah. If you were to pull the stake out of his heart, he would come back and oh, search for, Just leave it for there. what he lives on, you know, living yeah, blood. Before. Yeah, like this thing's absolutely terrifying. It's inside of a coffin-shaped uh, uh, display. It's got a stake through its heart. It's got fangs. And it, it's a chicken, but it's got even got a Dracula cape on it. This thing is just terrifying. Right, that's Count Cluckula. Yes, I mean, Count that's, that's Cl the way Cluckula. They him in, like, in the back, back of the Wow. So in here, I have a lot of skulls, and uh, I need to rearrange it so it's easier to see. But on the top row, it contains two real human skulls. This is a replica of the Elephant Man, Joseph. Oh, Harris, okay. Uh, and showing all the different. Uh, his body was was donated to a museum in uh, in London, and they uh, made his body into a skeleton, which hangs there today. And so they someone took a scan of that and then reproduced the skull. And so okay, that's exactly how Joseph Merrick's skull looks. And then we have a copy of an Incan, uh, or not Nazca, and in Peru. Where they would bind the the top of okay, the skull as yeah. an infant and, and elongate it, and uh, you know they did this practice all over the world around that same time, and it leads you to come kind of to the conclusion: Why were they doing this? Maybe because there were visitors here and they were trying to replicate that. Because you'll find that in in ancient Egypt, you'll find that all over the world, right? In China and whatnot, but uh, that one happens to be from Nazca. Wow. Peru. And then over here we have a Neanderthal. 
uh, copy. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna make it easier to see. And then there's uh, the bones that are on the down here are real. Okay. Showing different signs of like arthritis and whatnot. Because all of these used to be teaching specimens. Okay, the, so this was some of the teaching specimens right, you right. got. Yeah. Now the conjoined uh, fetal skulls are are uh, not real, uh, but uh, just kind of cool. Right. Because wow. Uh, People used to be called freaks because they looked different or were born with birth defects. Somewhere in a box we have actually the hand cast of Grady Stiles III, who his grandfather and his father toured in circus sideshows as the Lobster Boy. Okay. And so he has the same uh, thing. And I know him through Facebook. And when I purchased this copy of his hand, I asked him, one, was it legit? And two... I asked him for permission to show it in the museum, and he gave that to us so that, you know, because part of what we're trying to show is, you know, what is a monster? Right. You know? um, and, uh, you know, it's really how you treat people as if you're a monster or not. It's not some creature <clears throat> coming out of the ground or, you know, whatever. This is a lot of fun. Uh, our whole purpose here is just we're really a gift shop to sell you a soda and some some whatever and tell you some wild stories while you're on the road, right? <laughs> and uh, take up a little bit of your time. And and that's what we're trying to do is just have fun. And uh, and so uh, hopefully through some of that, you know, we'll have some, some things, like I say, that are real and some things that aren't. You know, like uh, obviously Count Calucula here is not real. Uh, I made him out of a rubber chicken body, a real chicken's head uh, that's uh, a possum teeth. Okay. And then uh, turkey feathers. Okay. And I got bored one day and made it. It looks good. <laughs> but then the, the white, the albino deer up here. Right, right. Well, he's actually not albino. He is what they call plybold, but he just happens to have no brown on him. Oh. He's not albino because his nose and, and, his, and his eyes and whatnot are not uh, pink. Okay. So he's not a true albino. He's just really light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a cool looking deer. Yeah. Right. Uh, and what he, kind of deer is it? It's a white-tailed deer. Oh, is it a white-tail? Uh, he's a very small one, but um, we're going to actually put uh, another Harry Potter reference with him. Because there's in okay. the movies, they have the Patronus. I, I, I shouldn't admit this, uh, but uh, I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, every... Or read the book or anything else, so... Yeah. That's cool, that yeah yeah that's vintage uh a couple of pieces that we have here including this uh wildebeest head and this piece and the deer and i know there's one other piece but i can't think of it right now i got in a trade because i had some pieces that i felt like uh folks wouldn't appreciate seeing that just probably was a little too uh too too over the top and I, and there was a collector that wanted those and or wanted that and so i was able to for some stuff that I could use to fill up the museum. So that's vintage. That's a vintage alligator battling a snake. We do have. A and he has an he has an alligator with a snake on top. The snake's head's in the alligator's mouth, and the snake's tail wraps around the alligator's tail. It is really a cool looking piece. Yeah. Then you got a decapitated guy up here, this or a, actually, not decapitated, just skull caps missing. Yeah. This another is one of your medical, medical teaching specimen but when i contacted the company about this that made it it's still in in uh uh production 
this is paper mache, and so they don't remember, they don't know how old this is. So this is probably from the 30s. Wow. There's another piece over there that's just like the half head um, that shows the musculature. So it's just, yeah, it's just, and it comes apart, and you know, you can see the different sections and whatever. So it was used to teach doctors. We have Fiji mermaid here. Um, you know, every uh, sideshow kind of oddities place has to have a Fiji mermaid. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which this one is from uh, 1922. It was found washed up on the beach in the Fiji Islands. This is what um, uh, a mermaid actually looks like. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So P.T. Barnum. Not, not real big. No, no, no. But P.T. Barnum uh, used, uh, this is how he started his empire was he purchased a Fiji mermaid, and that's what he started. He would uh, advertise and have a picture of a beautiful mermaid come in and see the real mermaid, and then you would pay a nickel or a dime and see this. And, uh, yeah. So and it's, it's kind of a skeletal mermaid with a fin tail. Yeah, and, it's, it's mummified. It, it yeah. washed up on the beach and laid out in the sun for, for whatever. And then some, you know, it just says Captain Barrett, Edie's found, uh, paid $6,000 for this. Wow. In, uh, 1822 in the Fiji Islands. So There's a Fijian that's quite wealthy then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's just a lot of junk here. You know, it's just, you know, it's just fun. This is an it's old fun. Uh, uh, embalming machine. And this is a, was a... CPR dummy with okay. a, a but, Soviet gas mask and a, a halo. Right. You get if you break your if neck. You break your neck. Yeah, and I just put them together. So, well, this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it will. It'll be just kind of a, a way to, uh, you know, sell the people who are coming to this area some uh, some souvenirs and some, you know. Uh, you know, refreshments and just have you know something else for them to see while we're here. And you're only you're only a half a block away from the from right. the world's largest ball of twine. Yeah, I mean, uh, location, location, location. Uh, yeah, definitely location, and and I yeah. mean, you know, attraction, attraction. What what right. what could be better? And eventually, I'm kind of looking around because uh, we have a, Oh, there we are. All right, this is our mascot. It is Igor. Um, and he's a monster finger puppet. I don't know if you remember oh. these from when you were children. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can each have one. Oh, um, thank you. And eventually what I want to do is, is make a 10-foot one here on the side of the building out of fiberglass and get it certified as the world's largest monster finger puppet. And, uh, I think it's fun. Well, yeah. you, you need these for thumbs. I mean, these ones yeah. here like fit on your oh, little yeah. finger. But yeah, if you had one that was thumb sized, then you could have thumb wars with them, oh, and it'd yeah. be even more fun. Yeah, but but these here are kids. Uh, I mean, perfect for kid size. Right. While yeah, they're traveling, they could have thumb wars with their. Right. Uh, that would. Yeah. So I did a road. I mean, trip we could have a summer. we could have a fight right yeah. here. Right. Oh oh oh. Uh, I won. Yeah. 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 Uh, last summer I did a road trip. Uh, across America and seeing all the the small um, offbeat attractions that there are to see and uh, uh, Julie rode part of the trip with me and uh, so I got a little monster finger puppet and I, whenever she was driving I would con continuously you tell harassed her jokes. me with it harassed yeah. you with a finger puppet you're easily harassed for days 
for days. <laughs> in fact, I've even gotten some tattooed on me. Ooh. And so eventually, it was this guy right here. That was a little sucker. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I'm going to eventually get a couple more. And when we get the, the large one certified as the world's largest, I'm going to also get the world's record for the most monster finger puppet tattoos. Now, if you're listening to this and you want to take my idea, <laughs> you can come over here and we'll fight about it. But uh, you know, don't, don't steal my idea. <laughs> But yeah, so far I have three. Most finger puppet tattoos. Yeah, yeah that, that yeah. sounds pretty... Well, see, this one even has a finger on it. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's pretty green. Yeah. And yeah. you've got an orange one, and yeah, that other one is kind of black and purple and scary. Well, those right. are good tattoos, though. Yeah. Those look good. I got this one in Albuquerque, and this one in LA, and this one in Richmond. Really? Yeah. So you collect tattoos as you go, too. Oh, I, yeah, I have quite a few of them. You're so going to have to go to Idaho. Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. We did a tattoo museum there. Oh, yeah? And that guy's quite the artist, yeah. Did you go to the, the potato museum in Idaho? <laughs> we <laughs> did. Uh, we you, did, too. You know, what do I want to say about the potato museum? <laughs> they wouldn't let me do a podcast there because oh. they didn't have anybody that would do it. But it was, there were, there were other museums in, in, uh, Idaho that I, I liked a little bit better. Did you guys go to the Museum of Clean? No. In Pocatillo. No. That one we'll is unbelievable. And then they've also got they've also got a place there not far from the Potato Museum. You take off to the west and go about ten miles and they have what they call butterfly heaven. And they've got butterflies that are all North American butterflies just fluttering around. It's it's wow. really pretty cool. The Potato yeah. Museum was really a uh... Let's veer off the road and see what this yeah, is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, too bad you couldn't get that super large potato to put out here. Yeah, I would, I would like that. But, of course, I took a picture with it wearing a uh, – part of what I would do on my road trip is I would stop it somewhere like the world's largest fork or whatever and put on a luchador mask and a cape. And I would either take my picture like that or I'd take my picture licking it. Okay. And uh, and so I have uh, pictures from everything I licked across, you know, <laughs> Or how'd know, that potato uh, taste? Uh, it was a little starchy, but yeah. was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, well, so have you been to the world's largest pistachio? Yes. That's, so, isn't that so cool? Of course, when I'm, doing the, when I'm trying to do the licking thing, uh -huh. most of the time it's camera angles. Yeah. But actually, there were two things I actually accidentally liked, and the pistachio was one of them. Really? Yeah. 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 Now, now just for people that need to know this, this is right. in Alamoguardo, New yeah. Mexico, oh, is yes. where the world's largest pistachio yeah, is. We still have some pistachios upstairs that I got. From that, that, uh, so stock. do we. We still have some yeah. at the house. Yeah. 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 yeah I've been there several yeah. times. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun, you know. So, but, uh, yeah, it's just looking for stuff like that. And we're just hoping to create something in that same vein here is really what we're trying to do with this and just being, you know, uh, you know, looking for something that doesn't feel like work. Right. Exactly. Right? That makes sense to me. And so you're liking you're liking Cocker, Kansas, better than Virginia. Uh, I think about the same. I mean, we like it. Yeah, you know, we we really like it here. Uh, we didn't dislike where we were, but the opportunity wasn't there for us to do this. Right. Uh, where we were from would have cost us ten or fifteen, twenty times as much, and then you wouldn't have the traffic like you have through here. Right. Uh, the, where people are already looking for something. Right, and so. You know, you're getting 200 people a day stopping at the Ball of Twine, and there's not a whole lot else here. And so the town kind of felt like it needed something, and we needed an opportunity to do something different, to get out of the box that we were in. And this just feels like it's a good fit. And uh, 
we may not be the cup of tea or the ball of twine of everybody. Right. You know, uh, but, you know, at least we're, you know, uh, just going to be something else for you to see. Think about it if you had children and you were doing this. Oh. You got off the highway to come see the ball of twine. What else is there to see? You know, and so. Uh, well, this is fun. Yeah, that's that's what we hope it's going to be is fun. And, uh, yeah. Well, you're going to have to, I'm going to have to keep following your Facebook page. At uh, Igor's Auditorium, Auditorium and Monster Museum, and Monster and Museum. Auditorium with ODD, right? Yeah. And 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 if you and if you you get lost and you're coming through Cocker and you don't know where this place is, just look for the car with the license plate that says Igor's on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, there's a, that was an old pickup truck I had in Virginia. Okay. That had Igor on it, and that when I was trying to come up with a name for the place, I just used that name, and that stuck. Right, you know, and so, and then of course we we got it on both of our vehicles uh, for here, and then we bought this this pickup truck out here, and, and that's going to have it on there too. Well, yeah, that's that's way cool. It's fun to see somebody getting started in a new adventure, and and when do you think you're going to have this thing open for the public? Uh, I mean, the, tourist season's coming pretty quick here. Right, by the fifteenth of April. April. Yeah, tax day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see this is just going to be all kinds of fun when you get it all organized and set up the way that, that you're going to have it set up. We're going to have unusual sodas, like, you know, uh, ranch and dirt. Oh, sodas. well, cool. You know, here, as long as we with your other, and then we're going to be selling vintage candy bars, like Clark Bar, right. like Zagnuts, things that you don't see too often. Right. We'll, we'll sell those and uh, just some, you know, unusual stuff. We're also looking for... Uh, Kansas made products. Uh, we did find a, uh, a very good hot sauce that we'll be featuring here that's made here in Kansas. Well, now, what you, the way you need to do that is as you're driving through, just look at the signs before you come into town. And when you see world's best hot sauce or something, then you'll know that, that right. that's the place you can get it. Because right. if yeah. anybody will advertise it on the way into town, it'll be Kansas. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's just, we're just looking to, to make a home. You know, we live here as well. Uh, so Got your is, house upstairs? Yeah. yeah. Cool. It was, it was, it was a just good a good opportunity it. for us yeah. because it included the apartment and the storefront. And oh, so, yeah. Uh, we couldn't pass it up. I think we're both ready to make a change, too. I, I grew up in Virginia, lived there my whole life, so mm -hmm. just something different. Well, you're in Kansas now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, last time when we brought a load out from Virginia in January, and then we were flowing back. As soon as we got outside the border, I could say, "I'm not in Kansas anymore." Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that feel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we got back to Richmond, and I was like, "Oh yeah, my arms are tired from flying." <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a long. It was a long trip, but uh, we're glad to be here and glad to get started and. And everything so it's going to take just a little while for us to finish painting and, and getting everything set up and then all of our stock in from our vendors but uh yeah we should be open pretty soon cool cool okay well this podcast probably won't come out before you're open it'll come out a little bit afterwards i try to release one a week right and we're out probably another six before so before okay. uh this one will air I will get a hold of you when uh, when it comes out. That way, there you can post it on your web page or oh, Facebook certainly. page yeah. or whatever. And uh, I sure appreciate your time today. 
sitting with us over there at, at Cocker uh, Museum and and talking with Steve and us and yeah, it's good to know about the history for where you're from. You know, this this building we stand in was one of the first banks here, and then it it went out of business before the the, the um, Great Depression. The the vault here that's still the you haven't tore there. up any of the floor jo- no. uh, pieces to see if there's money hidden in there or anything no, no, like no. that. It was renovated before we got here. Oh, he found all the money. Well, but, dang. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know, we, we like learning about about history. And then, of course, you especially the fun history that you, right. know, you can have fun telling the stories about. And, I mean, that's what we're, we're trying to create here is a memory. Cool. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, again, thanks for your time. And as I always say at the end, the world is full of wonder. Get out and explore and have an absolutely wonder-filled day. All the rolling go, where am I to go? Meet Johnny, where am I to go? For I'm a young and a sailor lad, and where am I to go?